You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. You are going to be glad that you did because today I'm super blessed to be sitting down with two of my uh, friends from Carterville, two ladies that I have watched for years and years. And I'm so proud of you guys for having this big moment. We are celebrating graduation. Um, you know, baccalaureate for our church will be observed this Sunday. And so, you know, high school seniors, you know, folks graduating from programs in college. And we've got so many people who are making these landmark changes, you know, they're they're, they're crossing these big milestones in their life. And you guys are part of that crew, for sure. And so I just want to let the church hear your voice and learn from you to hear how God's shaped your soul. Because I have a I have a hunch that when the church hears the daughters of the church, as you guys are becoming godly young women, speak into the life of the church, there are going to be a lot of people today uh, who have a fresh perspective and are probably challenged to walk better with Jesus because of what He's done in your life. So thanks for sharing. First of all, let's get intros out of the way. I know that... Um, the podcast listeners can't see who's here. So, Ansley, why don't you introduce yourself, and then Maddie, I'll get you to introduce yourself, and we'll go from there. Hi, I'm Ansley Sanders. Um, I'm going to be going to Pearl River next year to study business, and then after my associates is done, I'm going to be going into cosmetology. So, you can be running a salon. Yeah. There you go. Well, you can cut some hair right now, because nobody can get that cut. <laughs> I actually did cut my own hair the other day. It was kind of uneven from when last time I got it cut, so yeah. it's... So, little little known fact at Carville, I cut my own hair, and I have, I, don't you laugh, why are you laughing? All right, so, maybe I don't do a good job, I don't know, but I cut my Looks own hair. Great. Thank you very much. I started cutting hair when I was in college, just so I could hang out with, like, uh, well, I had a couple of buddies that needed a haircut, and then I could hang out with freshmen while we cut hair, and I still do it just for fun, for, you know, ministry to college kids who've got no money, you know, or just some friends that I want to hang out with. So, Skipper's Clippers has been busy. <laughs> Busy the last couple of days, but I, and I'm thinking about changing the name to COVID Cuts because nobody can oh. get hurt. No, just just kidding about that. All right, hey Anne, I'm really proud uh, that you're that you're with us today. So, how old were you when you came to Carville? I was in first grade. Yeah, so it's and I was telling you that before the podcast mm-hmm. that like so for me, you know, for you to be here as a godly young woman, you know, crossing the stage for graduation, it's amazing to me because I've just got so many memories of you as as little tiny Ansley, and you know that's just fun for me, mm-hmm. right? So, all right, so Maddie, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Maddie Lee. Um, I moved over here back when I was four. We moved from Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, but next year, I'll be going to PRCC to study, um, or hopefully to become an interior designer, because like I would love to move to Florida and design condos. Oh, would you now? Oh, yeah. A little life on the beach is a beach bum. Mm-hmm. So when your family moved, uh, I had a friend who was a pastor at your old church. He was he was not your lead pastor, but he was on staff at your old church. Mm-hmm. And um, he called me and said, hey, there's a family that's coming to pedal that I just love. They're a great family. You should meet the Lees. And I was thrilled to be able to say, hey, they visited Carterville. And so ever since you guys came, you know, I had that in, in the back of my mind and just, you know, knowing that you, your family was just strong believers and just watching you grow up. It's just been fun. Like I know for both of you guys, I've watched you serve, you know, in Bible school over the years. You know, I know that both of you guys have, uh, you know, been part of, of youth youth group and Disciple Now weekends and just so many things over the over the course of your whole life. You know, going 
going through GAs and you know children's choirs, watching you guys sing when you were little girls, and and now looking at you really as as ladies of the church, women of the church. Like I'm excited today to get to challenge you, you know, that at Carterville and at whatever church God leads you to when you guys move to a new city one day, mm-hmm. you know, that you guys would be disciple makers, that you would be women who continue to raise up a next generation of believers. Like I'm super excited about seeing how what God's done in your life continues to pay off in the kingdom of heaven. So proud of y'all for this. All right, well, let's shift gears a little bit. In your time at Carterville, who are a few people who have shaped you spiritually? And I'd love to know who a couple of those role models or mentors. I know that when you're in church all the time, of course, COVID-19 has shaken that up. It's caused us to really value and appreciate community that we took for granted. But when you're in church all the time, you can kind of take for granted, am I making a difference? Am I making a difference? I bet it would mean a lot to some of the people in our congregation to know uh, a few of the folks that made a difference to you. So let's hear it. Maddie, why don't we start with you? Uh, name a couple of the disciple makers in your life who the Lord's used to shape you spiritually. I think the two like biggest or biggest influences were Ashley and Karina. Um, they were your Sunday school teachers for a long time. Yes, from 7th mm-hmm. grade to ninth, uh, not ninth. I think 8th to last eighth year. to 11th, yeah. Awesome. So they've been with us through a lot, through a lot of growing and just, yeah. Well, I love those women and I'm very proud of the way they've invested in your life. And so here's a little challenge to you, right? So now that you're stepping out of youth group into college ministry, like how are you going to mentor and disciple next generation? Because I feel like for college students, like that's something that we miss sometimes. You go off to college, you're so busy and distracted and you know, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? But you forget that you guys, you know, you're adults in the church and you can make disciples too. So what if you guys turn around and begin to disciple seventh graders and, you know, in just a few years from now, you know, six years from six years from tomorrow, right? You could have somebody graduating high school who says, I'll tell you who shaped me spiritually. Ansley and Maddie did. You know, they spoke wisdom and strength into my life. They shared scriptures and prayed for me. Isn't that cool to think about? So I just challenge both of you guys to be disciple makers, like take that role Take it up and run with it right now. So thanks for sharing that. Hey, Ansley, who are a few of the people who have mentored or shaped you? Mine are also Karina and Ash. Like, my mom was friends with them, like, before they were even on my Sunday school. Yeah, we were all in Sunday school together. Your mom, yeah. So, like, growing up with them already in my life and then seeing them in a different perspective as my spiritual leaders, like, it was a completely change as, like, a way I see them. Like, I like love them so much more now and like I have even more like respect for them just seeing like because they helped me grow up to be who I needed to be like they gave me lessons that like hey Ansley maybe you shouldn't do this and like I could go to them with what I needed yeah so that's awesome well a little shout out to both those ladies and a whole lots of other mentors and role models guys that's awesome I really appreciate it let's look back on a couple of favorite or formative moments you know like is there um is there anything from your years at Carterville that just stands out for you like a favorite memory or favorite trip a favorite experience that the Lord used in your life Ansley why don't we start with you I think my favorite memory was in third grade when I was at um 
Bible camp, and we had this little cheer competition type of thing, and I remember trying to do a cartwheel, and that didn't work out. I also remember that we got, like, these color headbands this year, and I got everyone's in the cabin, and I put them, like, all over me. Yep. So, yeah, I think that had to be my favorite memory. So, that was an old children's camp yeah. memory. Was that, would that have been at Camp Living Waters, yeah, probably, was. when we were still going there? Mm-hmm. Man, so many good memories from those <laughs> children's camp years. Thanks, Anne. I appreciate you sharing that. That's awesome. Maddie, what's been a, a, a favorite memory or experience for you when you look back at your life at Carterville? I feel like mine is from the same place. It may not have been the same year, <laughs> but um, at Children's Camp, uh, me and Carmen were up on a stage that was there, and I know that there are a few other people there, but we were all like playing leapfrog or something, and we're going to do it. And I thought we were done, so I stood up, and somebody else jumped over me. <laughs> and my head smacked onto the floor, and I can remember my mom yes. uh, being our uh, camp leader. And so uh, she was, like, taking pictures back in the cabin and sending it to my grandmother. Because I had a big old whelp on my head. But that's, yeah. like, the one memory that I can remember in uh, children's camp. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I remember watching you guys at children's camp, and and again watching it in Bible schools and watching and even serving at Bible school, watching you guys, you know, lead and help care for our preschoolers and kids. Man, I love both of y'all. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Well, let's close the podcast with a lesson from you. So this is your moment to challenge our church to speak to our church. Okay, tell me what God has taught you. Tell me something, a lesson that God has really put on your heart. And that lesson is going to be, you know, a seed that's planted in the heart of Cardinal Baptist Church today. So that as our people are going, you know, off to work or to disciple their families and, you know, their private times of worship, you know, what you're going to speak into their life today is going to bear some fruit. So let's hear it. Maddie, what's the lesson that you want to give your church family as you've been growing in Jesus? Just make sure that you're looking around, appreciating everything that you have. I've noticed a couple weeks, or not a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, I was looking back on my senior year, and especially up in the beginning, people were telling me, enjoy it while you last, or how's your senior year going? I can remember saying, I can't wait for this to end. I can't wait for it to be over, and I can't wait to get out the pedal. But now that everything's been taken from me and all, it's. I just wish I would have stopped and thought about my answer more, especially considering that everything was cut short. I just wish I would have enjoyed my senior year more. Wow, that's a good that's a good lesson. And a lot of us, not just your senior year, but if we take that lesson and transpose it to, let's say, parents who are worn out with their kids and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot wait until they can, you know, drive or I can't wait until they can walk. No, no, don't ever wish yourself out of a season. You know, like instead, let's slow down and be in that moment. You know, whether you, whether it's parenthood or a hard season at work, when you're like, I can't wait till this is over. No, 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 no. I, God's working in all those moments. And so I, I think that's an awesome lesson for us, Maddie, just to slow down and recognize where God is. Never be in a hurry to get to the next thing. Use your influence. Uh, in that moment and in that season and don't miss it. So one thing that's cool, Maddie, is I know that we have a couple of our children who listen to the podcast with their parents, right? So um, as we're speaking in the lives of some of the Carterville kids who are kind of behind you guys, you know, mm-hmm. and watching y'all's example, I just want to challenge them. Like when, when you move into high school, all the way up to that senior year, like till the day you finish, those are your moments to influence people for Jesus' sake. You're a leader and an influencer. And so like don't, don't, uh, 
don't rush through it, right? Yeah. Maddie, thank you, bud. All right, Ansley, what's uh, what's something God's been teaching you that you can pass on to our church? Um, always remember, like, who has your back and who doesn't. Like, I guess I can, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, God has put a lot of people in my life, good and bad, and I've realized over time, like, who just needs to not be in my life. Um, Like, who just treated me, like, the worst possible way they could, and who has backed me up time after time. Yeah. And, like, those are the people that, like, I still have today. They're still my closest friends. So just making sure, like, you know who actually loves you and make sure you always have your feelings first. That's wise. You know, I, um, my wife, you know, Lindsay, graduated from Pedal years and years ago. Um, and she really walked with the Lord well. I'm, I'm the beneficiary of a woman who has good and godly character. You know, But I look back and like, so how did my wife and, and a lot of her friends navigate their faith journey through their teenage years the way that she did? One of the answers is because there was a strong friend group around them. Some of those folks were from Carterville. A few of them weren't. But they had a real strong friend group of other people who loved Jesus and were trying to be faithful to Jesus. Nobody was perfect. They all made mistakes. But they navigated you know, the challenges of those teenage years and still were following Jesus really strongly. And I think one of the main reasons is because they had Christian friends around them you know, to help. So, I, I mean, I just want to pick up your lesson. You know, I know that First Corinthians 15, um, there's, a, there's a verse that, and I'm taking a little bit out of context. This is not exactly what Paul was trying to present. But that church, they were being influenced by some wrong ideas. And one of the things that Paul said is bad company corrupts good character or good morals. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I used to teach in youth groups sometimes is that, like, you really do. Like, we should love every single person, right? And, uh, you, know, welcome, you know, welcome the opportunity to love and to serve people people, but the friends we choose who are going to shape our character, you better be pretty careful and intentional because you are going to, you know, you are going to look like the people you choose to bring into your inner circle. So Ansley, wise word to the next generation. I really appreciate that. Ladies, is there anything else you want to say to our church before we wrap up? Well, then from from your church, we want to say to you, congratulations. We are really proud of you. Um, It's our joy to see you in your spot on Sunday morning singing to Jesus. It's our joy to know that you're the light of Christ, that you're representing our church family, you know, when you're in school and when you're at work and when you guys are doing the things you do. Thank you very much for being great daughters and godly women of Carville. Let me pray for you. Father, on behalf of our church, I just ask you grace over Ansley and Maddie and, Lord, all the other seniors that they represent. We pray, Father, for this generation as they follow you into their next steps. Lord, that you would lead them on the same journey that you've led us on, this filled with surprises and unpredictable moments. Father, filled with painful waiting, but also, Lord, filled with wonder and hope and your faithfulness at every turn. I ask your grace on these two ladies as you raise them up to be disciple makers. Lord, I pray that in the years that follow, Father, these next few years of their formation, Lord, that, that you'd guard them so that they're not pressured to conform to the image of the world, but instead they continue to be transformed, Lord, by the renewing of their minds into the image of Jesus. Bless these two ladies and those that they disciple. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Love you both. Thanks for being here. Thank you.